McFarland, McFarland Energy, thank you once again for powering the Bradfoe Show. This is a Bradfoe Show on the go reaction to a really, really good win for the Red Sox. Alex Verdugo called it a must win. Well, I don't know about that. It was one of the better wins of the year, no question about it. Red Sox win, walk off, 6-5 over the Yankees. All right, let's get to some of the facts and figures. Thanks to the fine media relations staff of the Red Sox. It's the second time this season they had a walk off. Of course, you remember the other time, Franchi Cordero's Grand Slam against Seattle on May 22nd. Snapped a four-game losing streak. All right, that was the longest streak of the season, losing skit of the season. Has now won... Each of the last five extra inning games after beginning the season, 0-6. Remember, I mean, remember that narrative that they could not win in extra innings in large part because you get the extra innings, you're going to give it up because the bullpen was so bad. 18 of the Sox last 31 games have been decided by one or two runs going 12-6 and in those 18 games. Also, They've trailed after seven innings today, three to two. It's their first win this season when trailing after seven innings. They came in 0-29, was their 16th come from behind win. As we said, really good win. Verdugo, Verdugo's the hero. He gets the big hit uh, in the eighth inning to tie things up. And then, of course, the walk-off. Jeter Downs, nice story. Gets called up at the last second. You know, doesn't get there until about 20 minutes before the game. He comes in as a pinch runner for J.D. Martinez, scores the tying run, then has a big hit in the last inning. So good for him. Big moment for Jeter Downs, who's actually been playing really, really well in Worcester. Cutter Crawford, this is the thing that's going to go under the radar, I think, when it comes to this game. Cutter Crawford came out, and he did what the other guys hadn't been able to do, the other rookies hadn't been able to do, and that's actually turn in a really good starting performance. He went five innings, gave up just the runs, didn't allow a hit through the first nine hitters that he faced. Now, get this. He has thrown five or more innings and given up one or zero runs in four or fewer hits in three of his last four outings. <laughs> Let's repeat that, all right? In three of the last four outings, he's gotten five or more innings, given up one or fewer runs, four or fewer hits, all right? And he's only given up one run over the last 10 and third innings. So, I mean, this guy has started to figure some things out. I mean, this is this is a huge, huge deal. I mean, Winkowski has been the guy in terms of you look at guys who have come up who have probably impressed the most, but now you had Wudkowski, uh unsettling outing the other day, Cutter Crawford steps up, and it was just such a huge, huge outing for him. And listen, the bullpen, the bullpen, the much maligned bullpen, well, you know, they get the job done. So you, you look at how things set up at the end of this game, and this is like, okay, you know, this could work. They still, I think, are an arm short. Maybe that arm is Garrett Whitlock, who before the game we talked to him, he was a little upset that he gave up runs and hits in, in Worcester. But, you know, everybody else said, hey, you know what? His stuff was good. He moved around. It's okay. So Whitlock's on the verge. You integrate Whitlock into this equation. If you get a good Garrett Whitlock to the guys that you saw being rolled out against the Yankees here, then you, you're on to something. Let's start with John 8 Mile Schreiber, friend of the Bradford Show. 8 Mile should be going to Los Angeles to the All-Star game. Alex Gore talked about it before the game. 
And, you know, he said, that's a tough one, which leads me to believe he doesn't really think he's going to go, Schreiber. They went on to explain, like, oh, well, he should go. Anyone who's paying attention can see, like, what he's doing. That was before the game. So he, this guy is incredible. I mean, he comes out seventh inning, one, two, three innings. He is not allowed a hit to the last 19 batters he's faced. That's over five outings. Has allowed zero runs and one or no hits in each of the last 18 appearances. It's the longest streak for the Red Sox since Koji Arahara in 2014. And I don't know if you remember, but Koji was really, really good. I mean, the guy is deserving of going to the All-Star game. He is legit one of the best relief pitchers right now in the American League. So how do you not do it? I mean, everyone's going to look at, say, well, you know, he missed the first month of the season uh, because he wasn't called up, and so that's not fit. Well, whatever, man. Like, he's he's piled up the numbers, and as we sit here, he is an All-Star. All right, you know, some other guy filling in here, Oh, I'm sorry. This stay with the bullpen. Tanner Houck. Tanner Houck is coming, and we forget how effective Tanner Houck can be uh, in that spot because, you know, we went through all the chaos in Toronto. Uh, had a little bit of a downturn here and there. But the guy who we saw come in for the 8th and ninth, you know, that was the lockdown guy that the Red Sox have been waiting for. And, and once I'll come back to it. You have... Hauk, you have Schreiber, you have Whitlock. That can work. And then you figure it out from there. Strom's been pitching better, pitched well once again. But Hauk is here's an interesting part about Hauk where he had gone to this as the well documented on this podcast. The, he had gone to, to this slider. It's called a Whirly Bird slider. Now, so Austin Davis had sort of taught him. Austin had learned it from the guy, the Yankees. The Yankees had learned it from when Kluber went there. Sergio Romo throws it. It's a different kind of slider, very horizontal, uh, different grip. So how uh, basically adopts a slider. And talking to him just the other day, he's like, yeah, no, I, I went back to my old slider. Of course, you know, we know his old slider was really good, but he had no feel for it. It was the break was different. He wasn't getting the same results off it. That's why he goes to this whirly bird slider. But he goes back to his earlier slider, his original slider, and he said, you know, what happened was he figured out what he was doing with the original one by using this new one. And it was all just finishing so he goes back to this original slider, and lo and behold, lo and behold, what happens? Well, the guy that we saw out there against the Yankees, that was the guy that we're used to with Hauk. That slider, that 97-mile-an-hour heater moving all over the place. I mean, just dominant. and just looked like, like a, a dominant, legit closer. So... You know, that, that was hugely encouraging for the Red Sox because obviously, you know, you need a closer and you need to not blow saves, and that's what they did. All right, uh, you know, Rob Ref Snyder, another great story. Home run, singles in the 10th as well. You know, it, it's it, where would they be without this guy? Christian Arroyo goes on the injured list with a groin injury. Uh, they're going to need Ref Snyder more than ever. And, and you get to this point with Ref Snyder where you're like, okay, you know, this isn't just you're up for the time being until Kike Hernandez comes back. Well, and by the way, Kike Hernandez, you know, another setback. So that's not good news for the Red Sox. But this guy is a legit 
legit, legit major league player where he has found some things. He had found the confidence at 31 years old. Sometimes it just happened, right? Sometimes it just happened. So Ref Snyder is one of these guys, much like Crawford, much like Schreiber, much like a lot of these guys, you're just thinking, where would they be without them? Where would they be without these guys? I mean, they'd be in such huge trouble, and they weren't part of the original plan. So good on the Worcester development bill staff down there. Um, and even like Jeter Downs. I mean, Jeter Downs is a guy who has been on fire. He came up, you know, just very briefly, went back down. has been really, really good. Comes up here, last moment. Doesn't get blown away by the situation, and boom, here he is. He has a big, big moment. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And just one last thing. I mean, this is what it's about, man. Like, this is what it's about in terms of the atmosphere. There were so many Yankees fans. You could tell You could tell before the game how many Yankees fans. More than, I mean, I, I don't know if I ever remember seeing, it almost seeming like a 50-50 split with Yankees fans. But you have the back and forth. And we know that that crowd in the wild card game last year, like, that was universally thought of as one of the best crowds, if not the best crowd that we've seen at Fenway Park. Well, this is for a regular season game. You know, you have the weekend, you have, you know, nice weather, you have the Yankees feeling good about themselves, their fans, the Red Sox looking for a glimmer of hope, and then you have this really, really good game ending with, you know, the walk-off. It was like just a great atmosphere, Saturday night, all of it. So, you know, I don't know if you know this, baseball isn't boring. Well, there you go. Well, speaking of not being boring, we're going to finish things off with the interview that that Joe, Will, and Sean did with Alex Verdugo right after the game. Listen, subscribe, whatever you need to do. We'll keep cranking these things out. we got a couple longer ones coming up. And, of course, Coop and I headed to the All-Star game uh, in about a week and a half. So a lot of good stuff coming. But right now, here's Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo is with us. Alex, Will, Joe, and Sean, uh, just uh, take us into that clubhouse right now. I mean, this has been such a, a wild ride for you guys. What a big swing of the bat for you. Uh, how are you feeling after that great, great win? Yeah, I mean, we feel amazing. Obviously, you know, we've had a tough stretch coming out here uh, last few games, and, you know, we've, we've lost some, uh, some of our key guys, some starters, kind of been a little injury-prone. Uh, this last month or so, but uh, you know, to come out here, uh, we we went down obviously two games early to New York, and you know, for Cutter to come out, keep us in the ball game, throw you know five innings, freaking doing his doing his job, doing a great job really, and uh, you know, pitching just keeping it close the whole game, and uh, you know, that that's all we ask for as an offense, man, is just you know, let's let's keep it in reach, and you know, to 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 be in the game, uh, it, it's just a big difference, man. The energy level is is just much different so uh to come out here right now the boys are we're fired up my stomach hurts right now <laughs> <laughs> well alex not only did you have the game winning hit but you tied it in the eighth or we wouldn't have been this far against the best closer in the game today clay holmes and what was your approach in that at bat 
I mean, really, you know, you just want to, I'm trying to get him closer to me. Um, I, I want it, you know, because he has so much um, movement on his, on his two-seamer sinker, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he has a lot of movement. That, that thing just darts away. So, really, I didn't want to try to chase him outside. I wanted to get him close to me. I was hoping he was going to, you know, try to front door or something. But, you know, with two strikes, uh, I, I took a good swing, 0-1. Um, you know, just got under it a little bit. So, I was like, all right, man, let's just, you know, choke up, just shoot the hole. And, you know, he, he left a good pitch out there. It was just, you know, just uh, able to get barrel and, 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 like I said, find a hole. So, just a big, big, big swing. And how about the winning hit against Peralta? Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> that guy's got me a couple times in my, uh, <laughs> in my career, and um, you know, he does all the quick pitching stuff and and things like that. So I kind of made a note of it and and wanted to, you know, like just want to get him right. You want to get him, so uh, you know, to to go up there 2-0. Uh, so I felt like I was seeing the ball pretty well, and you know, wasn't trying to do too much. Just wanted to, you know, put a good swing on the ball, give my set, give myself a chance, stay off the ground, and. Uh, obviously, 2-0 was a good pitch, and we drove it. Alex, you know, an, a very easy and great way to endear yourself to Red Sox fans is to get big hits against the Yankees, and this is not your first <laughs> of those. I mean, you, there's something about you and the New York Yankees. Uh, it brings out the very best in you. Uh, how are you able to do that? I mean, this is, these are the most important games to Red Sox players and fans, and somehow you can bring out your very best stuff against New York. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like uh, they, they – <laughs> It's kind of like a constant back and forth battle, man. There, there's times where you know they got my number, they're they're getting me, you know, to get out a lot, and uh, you know there's times where I'm I'm, I'm on fire, and uh, you know I just kind of feel like you know when I stick to my approach, I do my thing. It, it, you know, as long as I'm hitting the ball hard, it doesn't matter if it's you know at a guy into a shift or or what. You know, I feel like that's still a little victory. Um, obviously, first two games was 0 for 8, and I mean and then I started off 0 for 2 today, so I'm 0 for 10, and I'm like. You got to be kidding me, bro. What am I doing? So, you know, to come back, come back, you know, stick with my approach, you know, just just put on some good swings and, and just try to see the ball, you know, was able to get my last three hits right there and, and you know, just kind of felt like myself again. So uh, I wasn't trying to force anything. I was just living in the moment and, and enjoying it. And how about Dieter, uh, Jeter Downs, his first two major league runs scored and his first major league hit in RBI? <laughs> Huge, man. Big Big, big at bat for him. You know, obviously you said it best. He was up here for one game, and you know, uh, so for him to come up here in a pinch hit and in that type of situation, uh, you know, stay stay on a ball, you know, shoot it shoot it through the second base hole and and get it there was was huge, man. You know, so obviously what a game to get your first hit in too, right? He's he's got the lineup card. You know, always look back <laughs> to this game, and this is one of those special ones. And, you know, Alex, we've been talking a lot. We'll let you go, and we appreciate uh, your time, and as always, such a great guest. Uh, but as broadcasters are sitting up here, you know, here comes Xander right before you. He hits a ground ball that, you know, easily could have been a double play. And, you know, I think as announcers, we think, okay, you know, here's the break they need. Here's the opportunity. <laughs> as a player, do you have any of that kind of thing in your head as you're, you know, walking up to the plate? They could have put us away right there. They didn't, and now I'm going to win the game? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, as he hit it, I was on deck yelling. I was just, run, run, <laughs> run, you know, just like, just tell, hey, man, it doesn't matter. You want to get that, you want to have that, uh, that extra hitter, right? You know, it doesn't matter if it's lefty on lefty, you know, whatever. It's just that extra out's huge. And, you know, that little bobble right there by Donaldson, you know, you see what happens, man. It costs them the game. So it's just one of those things, a, a small thing. You know, it could it could be overlooked if, if you know, obviously I, I get out and, like, the games, you know, goes their way. But, you know, that's that's the things you kind of look through that, you know, that, that separates the, 
the you know the the good teams from the great is that you know you can't give anybody extra outs. Mm -hmm. No question about it. Or get thrown out of the bases like Rizzo did trying to no steal. Yep, Big exactly. Play. Well, keep getting more game-winning hits because we love talking to you. Alex. <laughs> keep getting punched in the stomach. Yeah, get a heating pad, <laughs> would you? <laughs> of course. Thank you, guys. Thanks, I appreciate Alex. it. See you, buddy. All right. Alex Verdugo, it's great to hear the excitement yeah. in his voice. Well, look, and he did get pummeled in that celebration. <laughs> <He did. laughs> that was the wildest celebration we've seen for the Red Sox after a win in a very long time.